And hello good people of the internet, it is I, Tommy Kelly, and this is Adventures Mugu. And in this very wet, rainy, dreary, grey day in Ireland, um, I want to talk a bit about a couple of books I've read recently. So welcome sadly to the car, not the most uh, aesthetically pleasing background, I had a full intention of going out to uh, lovely different locales and locations around my vicinity and uh, the weather just let me down, it is Ireland, what did I expect? Well the last couple of days has been, um, last couple of weeks, week, week and a half, has been lovely weather, really sunny, really bright, really kind of uh, great weather for doing videos, but uh, now it's back to the standard grey, overcast, windy, uh, traditional Irish weather. But it is what it is. So while I am still in a kind of a nice locale, I'm outside a church in Kilcurry. It's a lovely church. Um, I'm in a car park. All you can see is uh, my messy car. So anyway, another thing I just want to say before we get into this is that um, there's a kind of a thing I have uh, in my head about reviews. I don't like doing reviews. I don't because uh, I don't feel I have any sort of authority or qualification or who am I to say anything about someone else's piece of art or whatever. You know, that's kind of a... a fits in my head so I don't like doing reviews but I also think there's a part uh, of there's a part thing that goes on that also means that you know everyone should have an opinion or everyone's entitled to their opinion about certain books or whatever but I just you know I'm going to talk about a couple of books that I've read with the condition that you know make your own opinion up about these I certainly don't have uh, you know I'm not an authority in any of these things so that's just it's kind of reviews more here's what I thought about these books anyway the first book I want to talk about is John Kehoe's um, mind power in the 21st century and this is really good that I came across John Kehoe if he was in Ireland to be called Kyo but um, from a YouTube channel called vegetable police or camera conspiracies and he talks about him a lot in that the kind of principles that he uh, uses from John Kehoe has changed his life and they're all very kind of law of attraction and attractiony mental psychological type things with a fair bit of woo-woo in it there's kind of these seven, seven steps, I think, or seven ideas that he has that uh, Vegetable Police talks about um, that aren't actually in this book mentioned whatsoever. And um, they were kind of what interested me. So this book, in reality, is kind of just um, your bog standard uh, law of attraction, you know, positive thinking, new thought type book. It's very good. It would be one that if someone hadn't taught or, ha you know, we were trying to introduce the topic to someone else, then uh, it would certainly be a book that you you would, you know, if your mum goes, oh, what is this law of attraction? What are these things? Good book to give. Um, very, It's well written. It's very, you know, uh, the ideas are presented well. Uh, it's easy to read. All of those type things. It's just, there's, if you're just, it's an old enough book, I think. What year did it come out? 1987 originally so um things have moved on a bit you know there's probably more up-to-date type of things that you got and in fact i will talk about one now in a second so um yeah good enjoyable if you've already read a million law of attraction uh psychological models um and bordering on energy model type things then you're not going to learn anything new from it but uh look up his i think there's seven principles i should really have known this beforehand of like one of them my, my brain is ascending receiving thing and uh, I'll link to them in the show description and they're quite good and they're worth considering and stuff like that. But the problem you see is that you also have this book, which is um, Tufty, the Priestess. And it's uh, written by a guy, called, a guy called Vadim Zeland who wrote Reality Transurfing. And the reason why I'm not talking about Reality Transurfing going to this is that 
the reality transfer from the book I have has like the first five volumes combined and I'm still only halfway through it. So it doesn't feel fair to give a full or to give a review given that I haven't finished the whole thing. So this is kind of what I was hoping the John Kehoe book would be. It's kind of the updated, uh, extended, advanced almost uh, law of attraction type stuff. New thought type thing. Um, reality transurfing um, for me is the pinnacle of um, the law of attraction type stuff or, or the mind manipulation stuff or all is consciousness, all of that type of that type of model. And actual reality transurfing books, brilliant, some great ideas about the whole pendulums, which are like um, certain, it's almost as if relationships can, can become egregores or, you know, and you, this pendulum pulls you into the energy of these things, or you can have social stuff or political stuff or anything that kind of traps you within an energy. And we can feel this, like, of course, that, like I said, there's a dynamic at work and there's a particular clique, or clique, whatever way you want to pronounce that. And that it will have its own energy or its own egregore and he calls these pendulums which are kind of it's a bit confusing at the beginning because a pendulum doesn't you know uh, traditionally work in the way that you know this top but it's a, it's a good word word for it. the reality transurfing stuff is great and i really love it and i think you should check it out if that kind of sounds like something you're into this one is brilliant with a lot of conditions um he for some reason he's done this type of thing where He's written the book as if he's someone else. You know, it's not channeled as far as I can gather, or he's not saying it's channeled, but it's just Tufty, the priestess, uh, giving her wisdom in a very condescending, um, arrogant manner. You know, she's a lofty kind of looking down on people. She calls, you know, the reader snails and, you know, is always berating the reader for being stupid and all of these type of things. So when you can get past that kind of aesthetic and that kind of coat that it's wearing, the actual tech in it is really, really good. There's a lot of in it that when you're reading through it, you go, that's very usable, that's a great way of looking at it. And they're all kind of new twists on old ideas. So again, like an awful lot of the, the law of attraction stuff, we all know what it is. Like with the, the new thought stuff is the principles are, aren't dramatically going to change. But sometimes I can find in this book, and particularly reality transurfing the book itself, the main book, it presents these ideas in such a way that um, they become more usable, or I, I understand them, or, or see the um, kind of the principles are a bit more clear behind them, or you know it's a bit more pragmatic or usable. I suppose is the best thing, and then you just go, oh, I never thought of it that way, and that makes way more sense. And the reality transurfing in general, to me, kind of has an answer for all of these things, all of these kind of questions that you have about um, the law of attraction type stuff. It has an answer. Now, like, it mightn't be a very satisfactory answer some of the times. Most of the time it is for me, and I can work within that model. But um, at least it is. It's not kind of going, you know, leaving things up to, I don't know, karma or that kind of rubbish that people can uh, inject into all of these things. Or the victim blaming or stuff like that. Although, of course, it's very hard not to touch on that. Um, so it's the stuff in this that I found really good, this whole idea of the, the plash which is an energy point that you walk through and do all of these things uh, through. That's new to me, and that seems to have, you know, that seems a good tech, that seems to work. Um, and it's basically the energy, I, uh, it's an idea that if you have like a plait of hair at the back of, uh, come down off the back of your head, and it goes out like, you know, like that, um, 
between your shoulder blades at the end of it is an energy point and that's kind of where you have to feel it and from you know you then you work your intentions and all of your things through there or whatever and you can kind of feel that like i can feel it anyway um and it, it, the good thing about it, it gets you out of your head gets you out of focus out of your head out of your kind of um that kind of mental space and come from a more body oriented thing um, other things, there's a, a lot of talk about uh, what's the advantage in this, always look for the advantage even in a negative thing, which is nothing new, but it's kind of presented in a nice way that you can, you know, you can go, well, I can work, work with that. And then this whole other thing of trying to be a centre of, you know, where your focus on your day-to-day -day life, where you have the outside and you have the inside, and it's this kind of focus of trying to focus in between those two things, so you're aware of both things, which we never really are, we're either focused very inwardly, very outwardly and a driving driving is a good kind of a way of looking at that because sometimes you can be very you know uh, aware of the physicality of the world the material world when you're driving and sometimes you can be in a completely different kind of universe and you know you can't remember the last 20 minutes of driving and all that kind of stuff so this kind of thing this idea is to catch yourself between both of them so that you're aware of both of them and that seems to have a bit of power and stuff to it so i really enjoyed it there's a good appendix thing at the back going through all the different principles there's a lot in it and if you can get past the kind of as i said you know the the makeup and the dress of the whole thing um there's a lot in it the, the, the chapters are quite short and uh yeah i would recommend it with the caveat that it's a bit insane <laughs> Now, this one I absolutely loved, which is Plants of the Devil by Corrine Boyle. I came across this on the RuneSoup podcast for an old uh, an old episode, and I really enjoyed the, uh, the idea of it, which is looking at the different plants and the different kind of lore around them that tied them to um, the devil or to the wild adversary, as uh, it's labelled in this kind of thing. And it's really interesting because some of them you can really see, like the poisonous plants, where obviously, you know, you'll tie that to the devil because, you know, the poison people and do things wrong. Or, but then you get into plants that seem to have no ostensible kind of evilness to it and why they still get tied to the devil and different type of things. And it's really good um, in kind of presenting... Because there is a thing in the New Age or in magic circles and all this thing that there's, you know, everything is good in a sense. Is there's no kind of adversary. And, you know, that even the left-hand path things that we look at, like um, Lucifer as a, a light bringer, as, you know, a redeemer of sorts. And, when, and that, you know, even the whole idea of Satan as lord of this planet or lord of this earth as, or whatever is, you know, he's the good guy. And it's kind of everyone's good, <laughs> you know, in a way. There might be trickster. Trickster's probably you know the um the furthest a lot of people will go but there obviously is a kind of adversary there is something that you know and i mean to kind of negate that or to push that away or pretend it's not there i don't think it's helpful and trying to think that we we live in a you know a completely benevolent benevolent universe um it's probably not a good idea because we certainly don't and our experience would um you know compound the fact that we don't and this kind of uh, all white light and uh, happiness thing that we have, particularly in the new age kind of thing, um, I don't think it's I don't think it's good because there's obviously evil in the world, even if that's just a kind of um, human morality put on it. But there seems to be, and I mean, it's from the from even if it is, I say, from just the standpoint of humanity, something has to has to be an archetypal representation of that there has to be something that we can't just kind of discount and say isn't there and 
which is one of my problems with the left hand path type thing of just you know it's transposing Lucifer over um, Jesus' body or Jesus' idea and you know people it's kind of they're just changing names just moving the table or the chairs around the table not fundamentally having any different opinions none of that's in the book really <laughs> all of that thing but it's just there is this kind of element of nature isn't all g good you know and it's some of it is out to get you and that we have to be aware of this and how to interact with that and how to deal with that and how to uh, approach all of those things loads of kind of lore loads of research done into it and uh, loads of irish stuff in it as well which i thought was really good because it's quite um helpful to me because an awful lot of the plants that are talked about are kind of uh, indigenous to where, where I live which is Ireland um, so that gets you know that I've read that I've read that in like uh, in two nights because it was like um, usually I read about five or six books at the same time but I that was actually I just got into that and wanted to finish it so it's one of those ones that you can't put down so full marks from me Two other ones are Kindle books, so I don't have to show you them. One of them is Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files, which is Stormfront, the very first one. I wanted to get into um, a book like this, a fiction kind of magic book um, series, because I thought it'd be good, you know, to get into a kind of a... Oh, just get away from reading kind of factual books all, all the time, or more academic type books, or non-fiction books. And this seemed like a good fit, because, you know, a wizard, detective, and all of these things, what uh, more could you want? I found it quite ordinary and quite kind of not quite boring but boring and not exciting very cliched very it's exactly what i thought it'd be it's like the all the kind of um he's a detective you know but he's he's like almost a down and out his office is falling apart you know his business isn't doing well he's no money you know the the strange alluring woman comes to his office and you know gets him to hire him like, 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 like you literally a million times you've read this seen this uh, this idea it doesn't you know it's like it doesn't even try to hide the fact that there's nothing original about that other than he's a wizard and um as the story went on and uh, you know it's easy to read and you know the chapters are good i try to you know i i love being able to finish a chapter to put the book down i can't finish in the middle of a chapter because it just feels wrong um, so, you know, the chapters are of decent length and, you know, you get enough of the story to move along um, without it being, you know, 50 pages or something, so it takes forever. But I just, by the end of it, didn't care. You know, the um, I didn't care about him. I didn't care about uh, who had done it. And I didn't care about any of the supporting characters or his universe or whether he got his comeuppance or not, whether he got away with it or not. And... Uh, I would like to know from people who love the Dresden Files because you know they're they're obviously huge books and a huge series and people love them. What does it get better? It's like the first book just not great, but you have to get through it to get on to the second and you know and get into the good ones. Or is that if I don't like the first one, I'm not going to like the rest of them? Didn't like it's not a horrible book or not not. It's just you know fine. It's there's not nothing in it that would um, get me got got me excited, got me interested, or made me um, you know. By the end of it, it felt like homework to finish it. I sat and I had, you know, really had the last couple of chapters, really had to um, force myself to stop skipping paragraphs and stuff like that. So, you know, it just felt like, oh, can we just get this finished? So let me know if they do get, you know, the series does get better and it's worth um, persevering with. Last book I want to talk about is The Cunning Man's Handbook by Jim Baker. Am I right? Um, all, all these books will be in the show description. Anyway, 
Um, really enjoyed this. This is the first kind of couple of chapters, which is more him um, just talking about, you know, his ex not his experience, but his approach and what he thinks, and it kind of lays out stuff. Really, really good. Then it gets into large excerpts from um, older books, different books, um, given whatever the topic, the chapter is about, which is more kind of um, I found a bit more referency, and probably would have done better if I had the physical book, because that kind of stuff doesn't work so well or uh, for me anyway on a kindle i like kind of um it's more that it would be, i would use um when i'm going to do something and be able to pull that book off the shelf and look you know oh, here's here's the references here's the thing here's what this guy did here's what this old book said all of that rather than a, a kindle thing doesn't work so well for me and the excerpt thing kind of i find it well it's brilliant and uh, you know it's exactly what you want i find sometimes that my mind kind of switches off and go oh well, this isn't a real part of the book you know this is just Kind of a, you know well it is an excerpt but it's like but because there's so much of it in this book it is the real part of the book if i don't know if that makes sense but it's um i found it that kind of and particularly if i wasn't that interested in the, whatever was being discussed whatever like uh, the particular theme or topic of that chapter i found it very hard to stay engaged with the excerpts um but overall a really really good book some great ideas great tech Great things you could pull from that. From a Chaos Magic point of view, definitely there's a, a ton of stuff in it that it's worth doing. I'd advise you get the actual book. Not a cheap book by any sense. I think it's about $40, something like that. Um, so, you know, but you have to weigh that up. It is on Kindle Unlimited, so you can definitely have a flick through it if you're, if you're part of that. Um, you know, if you're in Kindle Unlimited. So that's the five books. Um, overall, I would say out of them five, um, Plants of the Devil is my favorite. The Tufty one is great, uh, if, as again, if you can get past the, the presentation, which may totally work for you. You know, you know, you know, uh, might be just me that didn't have a, didn't warm to too much. The John Kehoe book, yeah, good as well. It's probably a great book to kind of, um, for someone who's new to the whole thing. He has another book that I want to read, a more uh, modern book that um, I will get to as well. And then, yeah, the Dresden Files. Yeah, I was, I was hoping that would be better. If... They don't get any better and uh, um, could people suggest another similar type of book that uh, might be good a series of like a fictional magic type guy it doesn't have to be detective doesn't have to be not fantasy really because um i can i want more kind of a modern day type thing and if it can help it if there can be no werewolves or vampires in it that would be even better because uh, something about it, I immediately switch off when I hear that there's vampires or werewolves in it. And this is from a guy who loves Supernatural, so, um, and who, you know, his entire teenage years was obsessed with the vampire Lestat. So, I don't know, at some point, I think Twilight just destroyed all kind of my love or interest in vampires. Uh, so yeah, that's five books that I've recently read that I have no opinion on. That is not quite a review because who am I to give a review about other people's artwork? So, good people of the internet, until our next adventure, be well.